Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it? Hey, it's me, Egbert. E-G-G-B-U-R-T. Check out my website at egbert.com. Now it's back to those two dudes who told me they would bring in big ratings. They better are their history. Here are Brad and John. We are under the gun. I did it again, damn it. Hold on a minute. Damn it. Twice in one day. Jeez Louise. Hold on a minute. Where are you, John? You're right there. Okay. I am right here. Oh, man. I'm trying to do two things at once. You know what they say about trying to do that? You always screw things up when you do two things at once. Okay. Where am I? I'm right here. Okay. Let me do this. Okay. I've got new eyes today, which is part of my problem, and I'm not going to make no excuses. No way. Do that. you really? Well, it's a whole line. You know, I've had eye problems. Now, are they I... like Sammy Davis Jr. eyes? Like, are they made out of glass, or are they glasses, or what? Yeah, I, I you know, I... I... Let's let's just leave it at that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Don't violate any of your own HIPAA laws there, Brad. Let me find this, and I can't find it. Uh, okay, here it is. Here's the thing. And once again, I'm not... I'm not making fun of any of the people locally with Odyssey, which is the Nobody company, thinks you are. Which is the company that owns that, people know that. Y98 and KZK and KMWX and things like that. Okay, this is an article that is in our trade publication yesterday, and the title is Odyssey Revises Contracts, Doles Out Bonuses to Keep Executives Through Your Reorganization. Okay? They are bankrupt and they're giving out bonuses. Now, think about that for a minute, John. Yeah. They show that there's going to be bonuses total $1.35 million, and, and each was unanimously approved by the board of directors. The guy who is the CFO is going to get $425,000. Susan Larkin, who is the president chief digital officer, $300,000. J.D. Crowley, executive vice president general counsel, $300,000. Another guy, $300,000. And they're essentially saying, and once again, the company is in bankruptcy, went bankruptcy a week Coming up on two weeks this Sunday. They went into bankruptcy, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before. Okay. They are being paid these bonuses because of the fact that they don't want to have a, quote, brain drain. The idea being... Yeah, so being, they don't want everybody... To, they don't want to have a mass exodus. Right. And the company then would might might end up being in further peril because of the fact that they were in bankruptcy and the whole bit. But what's crazy about it is... You, the guy who is the CEO of the company is going to get like where did I read? He's going to get, um, da, 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 da. he's going to get like one point five million dollars. Yeah. So yeah, he's um, and and the whole thing to me is like okay, you you didn't operate the company properly, you put it into bankruptcy, you should be thrown out in the street. With your briefcase, you know, hitting you in the head as you hit the pavement in the street. You know what I'm saying? Instead, they're yeah, getting... Yeah, but but so w- I'm trying to think of what possibly the, the contra-argument to that would be. Other than, okay, you want to retain these people and you don't want a mass exodus. So you certainly don't want to lose the people that lost you a lot of money. I guess that's the logic. But also, are you, are you communicating to other employees, hey, when things get rough and we go bankrupt, we're still going to pay you really well and give you a lot of money? Okay, here's one paragraph. Let me read this one paragraph. 
Odyssey may have arranged a prepackaged reorganization with its debt holders, but some analysts have said one of the outstanding questions is whether the new owners will look for new leadership or retain the executives who have an intimate knowledge of the assets, okay? Nine times out of ten when this happens, the, the current management, they get tossed because of the fact that the new ownership comes in and says, hey, the reason you guys went bankrupt is because you guys ran the corp- company poorly. Yeah, we're cleaning house. Right, right? now. We need new ideas, now, whatever. Good I can luck s- in your future endeavors. I can see if they're extenuating circumstances, like let's say it was a manufacturing company and a plant blew up and and you right, know right. and and it was it was caused by an earthquake or something like that, totally outside the realm of of you know, control, control of yeah. of the, the 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 current management staff. But once again, I mean, and the crazy thing for me is that me being a small business person. And God, I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm really, you know, making fun of them. But they were buying stuff and fixing stuff and repairing stuff and installing stuff. And I kept thinking to myself, even to the point where Mike Elam, I guess Mike, I told Mike Elam like maybe six. And eight he's months a ninety-seven ago. one, right? Right. Well, he's a okay. he, he's he's got multiple jobs. He's a county county right, uh, council I mean, person. In, in radio, he's right. He he's a part-time guy on ninety-seven one at KMOX. And I said something to him one day. I was at lunch at one of the chamber meetings. And I go, I go, what's going on then with all the financial problems down here? He looked at me. He goes, what are you talking about? I go, <laughs> well, your company's in terrible shape. The stock's cratering, and there's rumors that the company's going to bank go bankrupt. He goes, I don't know anything about it. I'm going like, here's a guy that works at the company. Now, albeit part-time, but still, if you're part-time, you're rubbing elbows with the full-time people. And yeah, the full-time people sure. are going to say, oh, I can't, I don't know what's going to happen if we go bankrupt. I mean, nobody would, you know, you listen to the station today, it's like, eh, nothing happened. Eh, no big deal. You know? Yeah, but I mean, maybe, but, but, but isn't that by design? Like, you certainly don't want your listeners to know that you're in peril, I guess. But once again, let's let's take an example of Bed Bath and Beyond, okay? Yeah, Blood Bath. I, I like to call it Brad Blood Bath and Beyond. Bed Bath and Beyond. Beyond got into trouble. They went bankrupt. You knew they were in trouble when they're closing the damn stores, right? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and once again, oh my God! But you listen to ninety-seven one. Business as usual. Everything's yeah. fine. And and I'm not trying to say they should be in the air. Going, oh my God, we don't know if, if we're going to be on the air tomorrow or not. I get what I get that, but to me, it's to the point where where I mean, like I run a small company. Okay, if I trash this company, I go out of business. I turn the transmitters off. I lick my wounds, and I think, what the hell am I going to do tomorrow? Nobody's mm-hmm. paying me a half million dollars because, well, Brad, you didn't do a good job with the station, so here's a half million dollars, and, and go find something else to do. Matter of fact, you're up there in years. Why don't you just retire? Why don't you go buy yourself a, a boat somewhere and put it and on here's the— some, on, And on here's the, some go-away money. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Which is a beautiful thing. Go-away money is a beautiful thing. I, it, just, it just bothers me. It bothers and, me. But also, Brad, I mean, I think in 2024, and I know that these folks have been around for a long time, but if you're entering a large corporation in 2024, I think the assumption slash expectation is if something goes south here and I'm an executive, I'm going to get some kind of a package to go away. Okay. Even if I fail at my job, my severance will be good enough that I don't have to work for a little while and well, I it's, could it's, do it's, something else. It's the old golden parachute thing. You know, yeah, I mean, you, right. you, you screw things up and oh, you get a million dollars on the way out the door. OK. And now, that's why everybody who loves the who goes on TikTok and pretends to be an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, they have no idea what it takes to actually make payroll. 
Right, because they're there by themselves, and they all they, yeah. their expenses. I interrupted you. You started to go on no. to a different story. Well, well, well here, here's the other thing. Okay, I've talked about this, and I hinted at this, and I am doing it because it aggravates the living daylights out of me. And I, and I know I'm going to tick people off when I say this, but religious radio, religious radio to me, and here's what's going to happen. When Odyssey goes back, when they come out of bankruptcy, they're going to sell some of their stations. And guess who's going to buy a bunch of their stations? The Church of Brad. No, EMF, this company out of, out of California. EMF, elect, it's called Educational, Educational, Educational Media Fund. We don't have them in St. Louis. Instead, we have the locally owned operated company called Gateway Creative Broadcasting, which owns uh, Joy 99 and Is that Boost. the God Squad? Is that who, you, who do you call the God Squad? That's them, okay. Okay, got Okay, it. so yesterday... I'm looking, and this is what's interesting about the internet, okay? I'm looking around at the internet, and somebody's posting about, oh, look at uh, Educational Media Fund. And it's one of these stupid websites that they've got statistics. It's like, you know, I talk about data journalism. And it talks about the average person at at EMF (laughs) makes $84,000 a year. The lowest paid person is a receptionist who makes $32,000 a year. And it says the annual revenue from EMF, Educational Media Fund, which is the company that owns all these Christian radio stations across the country, the average, the annual revenue is $31 million. I'm thinking to myself, there is no way in hell that's right, okay? Is that donor supported though? Well, here. Are those charitable contributions? Yes, it's cash donations. got it. Okay, so, so I go on this site, which I found by accident, let me see if I can pull it up here again. And I, I found this, and quite honestly, it blew me away because of the fact that when I found this, I thought to myself, I don't believe this. This is, let me see if I can find it. Where is it? Um, I sent it yesterday. I should do my, okay, here it is right here. The company is called ECFA, and it stands for, I don't know what it stands for. It's 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 like the Better Business Bureau of churches and not for profits, religious not for profits and churches. Okay, like an auditing type. Right, and you can go on this site. That's how the the reason I found out about this was because one day I'm driving around listening to KMOX and they're talking about well, there's changes in the radio business. A company called Gateway Creative Broadcasting has bought 95.5, and I'm going, who in the world's Gateway Creative Broadcasting? Well, that turns out it's the corporate name for the Joy 99 people. Okay. Mm So, and it gives their information. I'm looking at Educational Media Foundation, and you click on this download PDF overview, okay? In 2020, guess what EMF's gross revenue was? No idea. Take a guess. Take a wild guess. Uh, $300 million. $220 million. Okay. I mean, I guessed an outrageous number for effect, but yeah. Last year, $260 million. Uh, excuse me, in 2020, they did $220 million, uh, in revenue. And, and what's interesting about it is what are, how, what's their, what's, how do they make their money? Cash contributions. donations. Yeah, Tax-deductible tax contributions. Cash donations. Okay, now, here's the interesting thing. They're, quote, not-for-profit, okay? If you look at the bar graph, 2020, they had revenue of... $220 million, $220 million, essentially almost a quarter billion dollars. Their expenses were $120 million. Okay, John, in the corporate world, 
if you had if you had revenue of 220 million and your corporate expenses were 120 million think of the think of the the snoopy dance the board of directors and the stockholders would be doing if everybody's you, getting paid because of the fact that and the bonuses you've got like a 50 percent profit ratio yeah, right incredible okay yeah it gets even better for 2021 in 2021 they had 260 million dollars in revenue and their expenses only went up to 130,000 so in other words they had <laughs> half yeah the, the the rate of change is 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 going the right direction for them right in 2022 they, they were down a little bit they had 225 million dollars uh excuse me they had 215 million dollars of of revenue and their expenses went up to 165 million okay but still that margin but they don't pay taxes on that and, yeah, and why should they brad it's educational but okay now if you go further down in the spreadsheet, okay, you go to their balance sheet, okay? As of 12-31-22, okay? So in other words, over a year ago, a year and 19 days ago, when they closed out 2022, we're now into 2024, okay? Their total assets were $1,043,292,899, okay? It's a billion dollars. What so do they just do? Think if they get four, if they get four percent return on that money every year, what do they do? They play stupid Christian contemporary music on the radio. That's yeah. what they do. That's what they do. They yeah. don't pay taxes. They don't pay real estate taxes. They don't pay fees to the FCC. We have to pay licensing fees every year. It goes up. The amount of money we just have to have to keep our license. It's gotten to the point where if I want to move our transmitter site, the new construction permit, if I file for construction permit to move our transmitter site, that's $5,000. That used to be $300. Now it's $5,000. Okay. But if I'm an educational not-for-profit like like these God Squad operations, guess what it costs them? Zero. They don't pay anything. So when does Egbert turn one of the stations? Have you talked to him about this? When does he turn one of the stations into a not-profit? He's already working on it. <laughs> uh, he should. He should. I hope you're working with him on that. He's already working on it. Because I'm thinking to myself, this is ridiculous. And yeah, not only yeah. that, you drive by I mean, these... what a scheme. Well, you drive by these fancy-schmancy churches, you know, all these fancy-schmancy churches all over the St. Louis area. What are they paying real estate taxes? Zero. Yeah. Where you and I got our little dinky house and we're paying, you know, eight, twelve, ten thousand dollars a year. Way too much. Can you tell I'm mad about this? Yeah, but you know what? It, it, when when anger inspires someone to positive construction action, constructive action, then it's a, then it's a win for the day. It's a win for the week, Brad. That's what he said. Say goodbye, John. We'll be back. Bye, on guys. Monday. See you guys on Monday. 